0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. In this week's candid, life-changing six-day message entitled, Called by God to be a Spiritual Warrior, Pastor Ray pulls no punches as he lays on the table a sometimes difficult question for most to answer. As a Christian, do you have what it takes to be more than a conqueror? Throughout, he reminds his listeners that God never created or programmed anyone to be a spiritual wimp, tossed about by life's challenges in merely surviving, possibly saved and bound for heaven, but living a life far below what God had intended and what His promises in the Bible declare. Rather, God desires that all cultivate the spirit of a spiritual warrior overcoming anything that might hold us back from being the very best we can possibly be, just as he intended. Outlining some amazingly practical ways to develop this warrior's attitude and spirit, Pastor asks in closing, So what kind of Christian are you? A spiritual warrior or a spiritual wimp?
1: Today we are going to continue on the message um, of conquering, conqueror, being more than a conqueror. God has created you, created me to be more than conquerors. Now, now, I, I love, before I get into this, I just want to restate this because I think it's important. I'm a teacher at heart. That's my real purpose. God has uh, called me to teach the body of Christ, to, to, to teach the word. Um, and I love to teach. Teaches, teaching is giving information. But I also like to preach sometimes. Preaching is inspirational. You know, it's like on the spur of the moment, the Holy Ghost gives you stuff and you just speak it out. So there's teaching, there's preaching, and I like to teach, but then sometimes I get over to preaching and it mixes with my teaching. They kind of intersect. And sometimes I find myself treaching, which is a combination of both, teaching and preaching. But at heart, I'm a teacher. I love to do this. And the one thing that really frustrates me more than anything as a pastor, and I realize it comes with the territory and have to do it, is all the administrative stuff, all the other stuff that I have to do that's part of pastoring. Um, But I wish that I didn't have to do that stuff so that all I could do is just preach and teach the Word. So today, whether I teach, I preach. If I'm a preacher, amen. If I'm a teacher, amen. But I'll most likely be a treacher today, a little bit of both. All right. So let's go to the Word of God. So we've been talking about being more than a conqueror. And God has created each and every one of us not to just survive or to just merely get by, but to overcome and to be not just conquerors, but more than conquerors. So God has called you and he's called me and he's called us to really succeed in this life and to do well. You are more than a conqueror, not just Uh, not just a conqueror, but more than a conqueror. So all of the challenges that would come to us, all the things that would come against us, um, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to stick our head in the sand and run away? Or are we going to face these things and develop this heart of a conqueror? Now, you see, even though God has positioned us as conquerors or more than conquerors, um, just because we're positioned that way uh, doesn't mean that's going to be the truth in everybody's life. You and I need to cultivate that mindset, cultivate that attitude of being more than a conqueror. So that when stuff comes our way, we know that no matter what it is, no matter what the pressure is, that we're not going to stick our head in the sand. We're not going to turn around and run away. We're going to rise up in the conqueror's attitude that God has given us, in the conqueror's spirit, and we're going to bust through to the other side. We're not going under. I said we're not going under. We're either going to go over, we're going to run around the side of it, or we're going through it. But one way or other, we're coming out the other side better than the way we came in because we, hallelujah, we have been called to be more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. So today, because I'm a practical kind of guy, I like to get into some practical application. See that's where preaching doesn't always give you the practical stuff but teaching does. So today I wanted to get into more of a practical application of this message and kind of bring this little series to conclusion. So we're going to call this Bible Ways to Develop a Conquering Spirit. Now by no means is this an exhaustive list. This is simply some thoughts and ideas that I have meditated on and have thought about and put into operation in my life. I like to be told how to put something into operation. It's one thing to say, well, you know, this is what you ought to be, but how do I become that? How do I get to that place? Well, today we're gonna talk about developing Bible ways to develop the conquering spirit. And um, the very first thing that we need to talk about in developing the conquering spirit is simply this one thought, this one idea. That is very very important and crucial and with that we'll we'll go over to proverbs but the, the thought is this right thinking you must have right thinking right thinking it goes like this i see myself as a conqueror i don't see myself as a loser i don't see myself as a failure even though i may have lost a few times even though i may have had a few failures along the way I do not allow that to permeate or to get into my thinking, the fabric of my thinking, where I see myself as a loser or a failure. I have to begin to see myself the way God sees me. God sees you victorious. God sees you as more than a conqueror. That is how he's positioned you. The question is, are you rising up to the fullness of what God has already positioned you as? So right thinking. Uh, You know, in... in, um, the biggest trouble that we have, I believe, in life is, is the thinking, the wrong thinking. Wrong thinking will, or negative thinking will just bring wrong and negative results in your life. Right thinking will bring right results in your life. Thinking in accordance and in line with God's word. What does God's word say about me? What does God's word say about my situation? What does God's word have to say about the circumstances that I'm facing? Just because you fail... I mean, I've got all kinds of stories, because see, I was not one who had right thinking. In my early days, I had bad thinking. Everything I did, it seemed like I failed at it. I can remember uh, when I was, a, uh, I was young, in my mid-20s, and a friend and I got an idea to open up this store, and I had no money, but whatever I had, I put into this store. We borrowed, begged, borrowed, we didn't steal, but we begged and borrowed money, and we put it into this little business that we opened up. And we had such hopes and dreams and, and desires to make this into a really fascinating business. And we worked diligently, worked hard. I mean, I'm not lazy. I mean, I work. My father taught me to work. And so it wasn't laziness. We put everything, every creative thing we could think of put into this business. And we went in business and out of business in eight months. I mean, and I saw within eight months, all of my hard work, all of my, my, even quit my job. I didn't have a job because i was so sure that this was gonna work that I quit my job and went into this business. And in eight months, we opened up the business and the paint wasn't even dry on the walls yet. And we had to shut down the business. And I lost everything. And you know, and I had a, you know, a line of other little failures along the way of things that I tried that never uh, came about. And unfortunately, I began to see that as I approached new things that were up ahead, that I began to have this failure mentality uh, because I thought, well, I I failed at all of those things, so I must be a failure. I'll try it, but I'm probably going to fail at it anyway. You can't go into something new and fresh thinking that you're going to fail or feeling like a failure and think you're going to succeed. You have to go in it as a conqueror. You see, just because you fail at something doesn't mean you are a failure. Come on, am I speaking to anybody in this church? You know, And, and listen, you know, failing is just one way to say, well, I tried something and it didn't work, but I learned fabulous lessons by that failure and by that, that I, I failed at. So we have to be very, very careful that our thinking doesn't get marred and scarred by past things that have happened. See? Because if we're not careful, then that's going to that's you know, get hold of our thinking and we're going to start seeing ourselves uh, uh, in, in a way that is, is not going to promote a conqueror 's attitude or a conqueror 's spirit, but rather it's going to promote a failure attitude and a failure spirit. Just because you fail it doesn't mean anything. A conqueror, even though he may fail, picks himself up, looks at those failures and gets himself ready for the next battle or for the next conquest. And that 's how you and I have been programmed and created by God. Just because you have a difficult time doesn't mean that you're a failure. It simply means that you tried something it didn't work and you learned some great lessons. So you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off and you move on to victory in your life that's what a conqueror does. God didn't say that we wouldn't have some challenges. He didn't say we wouldn't have some bumps along the way or some potholes to to navigate. He didn't say that. He said, take heart while you're in the world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So if he has overcome, he has made us to be overcomers. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. We studied the verse in Romans. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. So, But it begins with right thinking. You have to be so careful of what you are allowing into your ear gate and your eye gate. Because it's, it's the senses that really um, dis- determine what gets into your heart. Let, let's read this verse. because uh, 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 Proverbs 23, 7. This is one little verse. 23, 7. Listen to what it says. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. You will become... The thoughts that you think about yourself. People battle with all kinds of things. You think of yourself as being one way, maybe a failure. Maybe you see yourself physically in a way that you, you don't like, but you see yourself like that. And until you get a new picture of yourself, until you see yourself conquering these very things in your life, you will never, ever build and enhance that conqueror's heart that's within you. You see, Uh, so as a man thinks in his heart, you will become the thoughts that you think about yourself. Whatever you're meditating on is actually being built into your life. You will become what you think. For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That's why you gotta be so very careful what you allow into your heart and into your brain. See, like, I, I've been, you know, I flip through and I watch a lot of Christian TV. And this is not meant to, uh, this is not meant to criticize another man's ministry or whatever. But you've got to be careful because not everything out there is going to promote the conqueror's attitude. There's a lot of doubt and unbelief being preached. There's a lot of failure, you know. Like, like you know I, don't know, I was listening to something one day and I was going along and saying, wow, this is great. Okay, this is good. And then all of a sudden... They come in with, well, you know, God put this sickness on you and, and you know, we're going to show the world how a Christian, you know, survives God's affliction. I'm like, what? What are you talking about, man? God ain't got no sickness. God ain't got no disease. Come on. You better give me some better amens this morning or else I'm going I'm to preach another hour. Amen. Two hours. There you go. So, So building this conqueror's heart or this conqueror's attitude or conquering spirit really begins with right thinking think in accordance with god's word that's why you need to come to church that's why you need to have the word of god you need to hear the word of god because you know you're gonna you're gonna what you hear what you listen to what you look at is going to affect what you think What you think, if you think about it long enough, it's going to fall down into your heart. And once it gets into your heart, it begins its process of making you exactly into what you're thinking about. You think like a failure, you'll be a failure. You think like a success, you'll be a success. You think like a winner, you'll win. You think like a loser, you'll lose. You think like you're on the top, you'll get to the top. You think like you're at the bottom, you'll stay at the bottom. Come on, somebody. As a man thinketh in his heart... So shall he be. And this is so, so important for the body of Christ. I'm passionate about this because I know I've come out of it. I didn't think really good. I didn't think very highly of myself. You know, the Bible does say you ought not think more highly of yourself. You see, but we are to think highly, just not more highly. And I didn't think very well of myself. And, and I couldn't understand why everything, you know, was falling apart. Everything was, anything I touched just didn't seem to work and it didn't succeed. Well... Thank God that, that I got to the word of God and my mind started to change. I began to see myself the way God, see, I, maybe I did all of that stuff in my own effort or whatever it was, but when I put God into it and I began to see that God wanted me to, to succeed and he wanted me to accomplish and he wanted my life to be worth something and to be useful, uh, to that point I didn't feel very useful. I had stinking, rotten, lousy thinking. Am I talking to anybody here? And some of it was because of those failures that I had. Listen, listen, preserve your future. Don't go into your tomorrows with wrong, negative, doubtful, unbelieving thinking. Don't let it happen. You may have been through some things, but that does not determine your destiny and it doesn't determine the successes of tomorrow. There are successes. There are inroads. There's progress that you are about to make. But you've got to see yourself as standing on top of these things and not under a pile of failures in your life. Come on, somebody say amen. For as he thinks in his heart so is he. So now let's look at a a verse that I told you to go to Romans chapter 12. And if you have your finger in there you can go over there. This is a powerful and very important verse. And Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 says it this way. And do not be conformed to this world... But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So do not be conformed to this world means do not be conformed to the pattern of this world. In other words, don't let the world shape and mold your thinking and who you are or who you hope to be. He says rather be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do you renew your mind? Well, that word renewing means to get a fresh supply. It means to get a fresh supply. So I need a fresh supply of information uh, because maybe the thinking that I'm doing now um, is not working in my life. What I've been meditating on and what I've been thinking on has not helped me to progress. It's not helped me to do better. It's not helped me out of one place to another better place. So I have to renew my mind. That means get a fresh supply of new information. Well, that's coming from the Word of God. That's why you need to have your face in the Word of God. You have to listen, study, listen to the Word of God and, and begin to think according to what God says. See, that's why, you know, I like to teach the Word to kind of principle by principle, precept by precept, give you the Word so that you'll get something to get a fresh supply. Because most of us are thinking pretty negative I've been around some. I've been around some of you. Your thinking is thinking. Your thinking is thinking. You're never going to get anywhere until you change your thinking. You have to. That's what a conqueror does. Conqueror says, yeah, these may be the things. This may be, like, like, here, let me just use this as an example. Even as I'm preaching, I'm trying to pull on the Holy Spirit for a good example. When I started out um, exercising, I was 57 years old when I became serious about my health and my well-being. Some of you are rolling your eyes because you don't get upset because I work out and you don't. <laughs> don't get upset because I'm older than you and I can do more than you can. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. You got to put your mind to it. As a man thinks in his heart, so will he be. And I was feeling a little bit of you know round around the waist and everything was drooping. Well, things are still drooping. We we're trying very hard to pull it all up. I wish there was a way they could just go like this. Put a big knot there and cut it off and everything go right back into place. Wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be amazing? All right. But I can remember when I first started out, you know, I started to look at myself and my opinion of myself was not that great. What I was thinking about myself physically and I was like, oh, man, I feel like getting old, man. I don't know, stuff is hanging where it once was up. It's down. Getting more gray hair. I'm just like... Or you know all this stuff. I don't know. I'm starting to feel pretty lousy. Like in the afternoon, I couldn't get through the afternoon without taking a nap. I said, "Well, I started to think, well, I just must be getting older." I rebuked that thought in the name of Jesus. (laughs) I said, "Wait a minute! I'm only 57 years old." I, I I was confused as to why I was feeling so lousy. Well, I didn't realize my diet stunk. That I didn't lift anything but a fork, (laughs) and a knife. That was that was my that was my workout every day with the fork, right? That I wasn't getting enough rest, that I wasn't you know, you know doing other things for my body, but supplements and all those kind. Of... So I decided that I enough is enough. When I turned 57, it was right, on my, right around my 57th birthday. I said, I'm done with this. I'm going to change this thing. I see myself healthy, strong. I see myself lifting weights. I see now i never I never lifted a weight in my life. Told you, the only thing I lifted was a fork. But I thought, well, you know what? I can do this. I can get beyond the way I feel. So I joined the gym and I got the assistance of some professionals that know how to do this stuff. And they got me and set me off on my course. Here I am going to turn 62. Now, I think I shared this with you. I went from never lifting a weight. My last um, deadlift with a trap bar, not a straight bar, but a trap bar, which is a bar you stand in with two handles, was 309 pounds. So someone, I mentioned this, Someone said to me the other day, said to me, uh, at Church, I think I mentioned it last week, some, one of the services I mentioned, and someone said, so, you did it one time. I said, oh, no, 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 no. He said, you just went like this, like, oh, no. No, that's not really deadlifting. I mean, I guess it is. But no, I picked it up and put it down six times. And I did it twice. So, now, when I was 57, I didn't see myself that way up to that point. You told me I would be deadlifting 309 pounds. Oh, I could never do that. But you see, you can do whatever you see yourself doing. Because as a man thinks in his heart, I began to think, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to shed this weight. I'm getting rid of this fat. Not that I was overweight, but I had fat pockets where I didn't want fat pockets. I wanted muscle, not fat. Am I speaking to anybody here today? See, the very first step to conquering anything in your life is to start thinking differently. Get a fresh supply of information. That is the first step to your conqueror's charge. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So the word says here again, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How does transformation happen? It doesn't happen uh, any other way, but by and through the word of God. The word of God is what transforms your life. You begin to see yourself as the conqueror. You begin to conquer the things in life instead of these things conquering you. You can be healthy. You can be strong. You can be prosperous. You can progress. You can, you know, uh, get from one place to the other. You can do these things because you have been created to be more than a conqueror, but it happens through a renewed mind by the word of God. See, there was a time when You know, I was living in an apartment, and I was tired of living in an apartment. I didn't want to live in an apartment anymore. I had to begin to think of myself as prospering so that I could get to that place. I was tired of everybody else's noise, everybody else's cooking smells. Now, listen, some people like to live in apartments. There's nothing wrong with it. I have a friend that lived in a house, sold a house, and moved back into an apartment because he loves living in an apartment. I think he's nuts. But he thinks I'm nuts because I love living in a house. I don't don't like the the noise. I don't like the smells. I don't like their bugs. When I lived in an apartment, I did for a number of years, I'd have the people downstairs making noise, and they they finished up because they worked during the day, so at night they made noise. Then I had, had you know, when they piped down, the people on top of me, um, she was an older woman, she couldn't sleep all night, so she kept the radio on then so when the ones downstairs piped down the ones upstairs piped up <laughs> then the middle of the day you know i mean it was all mixed up i remember one family worked uh, uh during the the night they had night shift or whatever it was they'd come home at three o'clock in the morning start making breakfast or dinner or whatever the, i don't know what, what schedule that, but pots would be banging and and smells would be i think, thinking dear god all i want to do is get some sleep <laughs> so i determined. I began to to say, I'm going to get out. I'm going to conquer this thing in my life. I'm not going to be trapped in an apartment for the rest of my life. I will move on to a house. Hallelujah. Come on. Are you with me? Right thinking. It begins with right thinking. God, you've called me to prosper. You will prosper my life. If I obey you, I do your word. I'm a giver. I'm a tither. Therefore, I'm believing that I will prosper.
0: Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray.